So our God, is, he is strong and he fights our battles and he tells us to suit up and he tells us to combat, you know, mm-hmm. the evil in this world, but he also has fun and he also is a God of laughter and he created all of that. Welcome to A Home That Heals. I'm Bree along with my mom, Dee, and I'm wondering if I'm the only one who has realized she isn't the fun mom she always dreamed she'd be. Today, we're hoping to find the fun again, even when it's not the way you thought it would be. But first, remember, we're here to encourage you in this role that God has given you. You know your kids better than anyone. You're the expert when it comes to your family, and God will equip you with the tools to do this. So enjoy the ideas that we're about to explore, but keep this in mind, you were made for this. You have said to me many times, I just want to be the fun mom. (laughs) And I can remember you being a little girl, and that was your goal in life, was be the fun girl, be the one that brings the party, makes everything fun. You would have these dance parties, and I will never forget our little neighbor when we first moved into this house when you were about seven years old. And she was kind of shy, kind of quiet, and she'd come over, and you'd go over to the stereo. We had a stereo back then, and you'd crank it up. And we'd start dancing. And she'd look at us like we were nuts. <laughs> and I always thought, that's right. Probably not all families do this. <laughs> but eventually she joined in a little bit. Yeah. And it was fun because it is contagious when you start to do those kinds of things. And you're laughing and you're making fun of yourself. And that's just been you. And mm. I know that you want to be a fun mom. Yeah, I always pictured myself being the fun mom, you know, the one that had dance parties every day, who made chores, you know, some fun game, who was constantly laughing and enjoying life, just having that type of home that was full of joy. And I have to say, the way it's turned out, my husband's the fun one. <laughs> He's, oh. He gets to be the fun dad. Mm. And I don't feel like I get to be the fun mom because it is, I'm, I'm with the kids the most. I'm the disciplinarian the most. I'm the one that, you know, has to check the boxes, make sure that we get stuff done, the stuff that needs to get done. And it's funny how I think, you know, as a kid, what I'm realizing is you have so few tasks, you know, so few things that are looming in your mind of what needs to get done that you have time to, to make everything fun, you know, Mm -hmm. where as you grow up, as you're doing chores, you're also thinking of the hundred other other things that have to be done. Or I'm going to be honest, what's really, I think been a trip up for me lately is just, and, and we tackle them here on a home that heals and we're going to tackle them even more this year. We are dealing with hard stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't get to live in la la land anymore. You know, the culture war is real. The war on our kids is real. The the things that we have to think through and have to try and protect our kids from and have to try to, you know, be proactive about all of this is heavy stuff. Oh, and it is. it's hard, yeah. honestly. It's just hard. So when you're so f- focused on that and you're, or not so, not even so focused on that, but when it's just coming at you from mm-hmm. every direction, mm-hmm. it's really hard to just be fun and live let in the moment. Let your guard down. And yeah. Yeah. Let your guard down, have a good time because those are in the back of your mind. But I don't, that's, 
that's what Satan wants, right? You know, he, he doesn't want my home to be fun. He doesn't mm-hmm. want my home to be this joy-filled place because then he can entice and pull my kids away and, and say, look over here. This, mm. this is the life over here. Right. This is fun. This is how you have a good time. And I want to fight against that. I want my home to be the most joyful, fun place for my kids to grow up so that they realize that's a lie. I can have fun. I have a, I can have a great time and I don't have to engage in all that. I don't have to get, you know, wrapped up in that because I know how my mom has shown me how to have a (laughs) good darn time doing chores and how to have a good time, you know, just doing ordinary life stuff. But I've really been hit with the reality that that is not who I am. Mm. I am mm. not the fun mom. <laughs> and that's a disappointment to you. I mean, you're, you're kind of laughing through that, but I know that, that, that really, it really bothers you. And I bet it bothers so many moms. Because you're right. You have had to worry about things with my grandkids. And I have to worry about things with my grandkids that I never dreamed in a million years I would have to face with you guys. And it's, it's, it makes me angry, actually, and it, it makes me very frustrated because it, it does. It, it, it sucks the energy, the life, the, the, the laughter out of the room when those things are bearing down on you. you have to, you're going to have to, I mean, I hate to tell you, you're going to have to work as hard at having fun probably as you do at all these other things we talk about, about having a home that heals. I mean, you just probably need to face the fact that fun is hard. Mm-hmm. I was telling the kids in my life skills class today about this book, you know, I read years ago and still lots of people have read it, A Road Less Traveled. The first line is, life is hard. So, hun, fun is hard. Mm. I think it's going to be hard. Yeah, I do too. I think, I think it is. However, I know that our God is a God of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. know that he, he's the one that invented it. So again, if we lean into him and we start finding our joy in him and being able to, yes, we have to, girls, we got to get on the battlefield and we've got to start suiting up. So we're going to talk about that. But once we put our armor on, once we get out on that battlefield, we also can look to him and look at his awesome creation that I, I love, you know, Grady was just mentioning about the animal kingdom. And yes. we've been learning so much <laughs> about animals, me and the kids, and it is a crack up. I mean, these these animals that God created, and they're hilarious. They, well, uh, let's just go out the backyard and look at the alpacas. Oh, I mean, yeah. honestly, <laughs> you know, I've been trying to, you know, me and my art stuff, I try to draw alpacas. I've been trying to draw more, a more sophisticated looking alpaca, you know, a little more fine arts driven alpaca. And uh, you know what? You can't do it. <laughs> They're just so goofy looking. <laughs> oh, Ambrea with her buck teeth. I oh, tell you yeah, what, she yeah. is just a hoot. And we keep telling my daughter, if you keep sucking your thumbs, you're going to have Ambrea's teeth. <laughs> and um, she doesn't seem to have a problem with that. So I hope that there's a man out there that's going to like her buck teeth someday <laughs> and want to marry her. But I just love, I love that our God is a God of fun. Yeah, yeah. And so, so our God is a God of you know, he is strong and he, he fights our battles and he tells us to suit up and he tells us to combat, you know, Mm -hmm. the evil in this world, but he also has fun and he also is a God of laughter and he created all of that. And so we can, we can learn how to be fun, even though it's going to be hard. One thing I, and I, I just really 
believe that this is something that he has made me more aware of Mm -hmm. and that I really want to focus on this year is just speaking to my children, talking to my kids, being the person that God created me to be. You know, we talk a lot about our kids helping them be who God made them to be. Right. But, you know, that is part of who I am. God did make me to be a person that loves to have fun. I love lifting others up. I love... I, I love walking into a room and looking for a way to try to add some life into the room, but I haven't viewed it that way in my home. You know, I haven't mm. viewed it as, I think I've, I've thought it more of how do I, how do I correct my kids? How do I, you know, not necessarily how do I walk into a room and lift them up and make them laugh and make them have a great time. And they've even mentioned, uh, you know, I've had I've had my kids and I've had friends mention that know me really well that I've got an out and about voice and a normal voice. And that makes me so sad because the voice I use with the people I love the most, I want to be the one that is uplifting Mm -hmm. and cheerful and joyful. And I know I can't always be that, you know, I I don't want to should on myself too much because I want to realize that, you know, we're going to walk through times in our life that we just can't lift everyone else up because we're barely lifting ourselves up off the floor, but we don't have to stay there. You know, we don't, we don't have to stay on the floor. We don't have to stay in that space. We, we can draw close to the Lord and he does, he, he lifts us up. And even in our times of sorrow, we can find joy Mm -hmm. and we can be the one that comes into the room and, and adds, add some cheerfulness, <laughs> add life, yeah. some life and add some fun and looks for ways to help our kids see that in life, even when things are hard, we can have a good time and we can find joy in the Lord. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever asked the Lord to help you be more fun? I have not. No. Because I, you know, it kind of struck me mm. as you were saying that we ask the Lord to help us be more faithful, be more kind maybe or be you know a better this or that but just to be fun it almost sounds like mm. why would I you know that's such a frivolous thing but really if you think about it that's one of the things that does bring life into the room does bring life and mm. light into an atmosphere and almost every atmosphere you go into where that is present there is someone who is the catalyst because mm-hmm. laughter joy um, being able to kind of see the sense of humor in things, that's contagious. And mm-hmm. once one person starts doing it, then another person. You know, a good example. Did we tell the story about when your brother had that really terrible skiing accident and Sean Hancock, who's been a visitor of ours before, came to the hospital room? Oh, we did not. And when we had that episode with Sean, um, I think it's episode 204, and I wanted to tell that story, but I don't think we did. And that is such a good story. It's such a good example of what you're talking about, mm-hmm. don't you think? And you tell it better than I do. So go okay, ahead. Okay. So my brother had a really horrible snowboarding accident when he was in high school. And um, he was sent to the hospital and we won't go in. I'm sure we'll go into that another time, but this was really bad. It was really um, scary. I think mm-hmm. there were some hours that you know, you guys were really concerned about major brain damage. And um, there was a somber feeling Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. room. 
um, as you waited to just kind of find out what was going to happen. And as we went along, a lot of his friends started to show up at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where we really were just kind of in that waiting mode and waiting to hear a little bit more. And uh, yeah, so it was, it, yeah, they, the room was, there was no laughter yeah. <laughs> in the room at that point. Yeah, there was no joy. There was no, um, yeah, it was just a lot of prayer, a lot of, you know, I think there was a lot of hope and a lot of trust mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. Lord, but it was definitely somber. And so Sean walks into the room and because at that time we were all going to the same church together. And so he had heard about this and he came and and sat down next to Chase and, uh, you know, started talking to him and, and bringing, you know, words of encouragement. But then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he said, you know what? I can just picture Chase's guardian angel. Just like, okay, man, here we go. We're going to suit up today because Chase is going to do some stupid stuff. <laughs> and he, I don't remember everything that yeah. he said, but he just went into this whole narration of this guardian angel and what he was thinking and how he was protecting Chase from all these really dumb things he was doing. But the one dumb thing he didn't do is he had his helmet on. Yeah. And I mean, so I want to I want to just inter- insert that because that helmet and and Chase will tell the story he he didn't have his helmet on before that run mm-hmm. and right before he did that run he said that still small voice said put your helmet on and he did and it saved his life mm-hmm. but anyway going yeah. back to Sean's yeah. story so good good job good job brother but i i think you know even in the midst of darkness even in the midst of sorrow um, concern worry there is um, there is a way that laughter and joy can be inserted. And we, we know there's even studies now that show the healing effects and how if people are laughing and you know, able to um, have that kind of experience as they're walking through different treatments and stuff, mm-hmm. they're more likely to take. They're more likely to heal. And so it's awesome that we have evidence of that now, but of course we know that because that is our God. Like that is- It's even in he, the Bible. It's even in the Bible. <laughs> it's in, the, in Proverbs, you know, laughter is the best medicine. We talked about that with Sean. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what role that played in, in your brother's situation, but I do know this, he's, he's fine today. Praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And I, I, he is somebody who loves to find- laughter and joy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things, you know, even when stuff is difficult. So I think, oh, that was, uh, that was such a good story. And that was one of our, that was kind of one of our first encounters with Sean and um, just a great memory of how uh, laughter can be the best medicine, just like the Bible says. So you're on a quest, mm-hmm. it sounds like. This is one of your 2023 goals. Yeah. So, you know, if you have any ideas of how it can be more fun, um, you can just send those to, you know, info at a home that heals.com, Facebook or Instagram, please, because I could use all the ideas I could get, but I do, I want to be more fun. I want to bring that spirit, that energy into our home. And so I hope 2023 can do that. And I hope if you're struggling with that too, maybe let me know I'm not alone. Good idea. <laughs> just send me a message. Let me know. 
Well, that's really bringing us to a close here to say, we just want to be in touch with you. We want to hear what you're thinking as you listen to these podcasts. And if this one has sparked something in you, then definitely be in touch with us. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook. You can either DM us or you can, you know, just make a comment and we'll we'll really try to address the things that you're thinking about too. That's how we form a community right here on A Home That Heals. A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to ktsy.org.